We just watched the first Lord of the Rings movie, and so in this episode, we're going to be talking about how the Lord of the Rings relates to your engagement and marriage. My precious. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is this: How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day, so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive? But thrives. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage Show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the Journey to Marriage podcast. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> so, Raffi and I, we just started watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and yeah. we were reflecting on the religious themes of the movie of the first one. How did you feel? Was this your first time watching the? The Lord of the Rings. Yes, it was. How did you feel about that? It was almost four hours long. It felt short. <laughs> really? I mean, I like movies. Yeah,、so. it was epic. Like I didn't realize that this is this movie was. I think it was like what? It's over almost two decades old. Whoa. Yeah, but like the graphics the, were on point. Yeah, they were. It was super solid. Um, but yeah, so like. What was this religious theme that we're that we got inspired about creating this episode? Well, it all started when Frodo said that he wished he、um, he wished he never got the ring. Oh, okay. So let's role play this.、Oh. You're Frodo. Okay. And then be... I'll be Gandalf. <laughs> okay. Gandalf. Okay. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see <laughs> such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. There are other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. Bilbo was meant to find the ring, in which case you were also meant to have it, and that is an encouraging thought. End scene. <laughs> Nailed it. We're ready, Hollywood. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, go ahead. So when I heard this part of the movie, I was thinking like how so many of us wish things didn't happen to us.、Ooh. Like, why does God let bad things happen to people? Yeah. Why do we have to go through challenges and stuff like that? And then. It made me think about our engagement period. Yeah, because literally, when I proposed to Sarah, I gave her a ring, <laughs> <laughs> just like Bilbo gave Frodo a ring. And when I gave her a ring, when I proposed to her, it didn't make anything easier in our relationship. If anything, we got we had to go through way more challenging times. While we were engaged, and 
initially, like we thought, man, all these other external factors are just m- making it hard for us. Like the family, like our friends, each other, each other. <laughs> like we're blaming all these things. Like why is our engagement so hard? We're like we should be joyful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like all of it was, it's just like how Bilbo, oh, how uh, Frodo was being tempted, right? Yeah. Like he started experiencing all these temptations and all these negative feelings. And it's kind of like what we felt. Like we felt like the devil was like tempting us in this time because, um, he yeah. He was hitting us hard. Yeah. Because we were preparing for marriage. Like the devil does not like marriage at all. Nope. And doesn't love the family and will do anything that he can to tempt and break your relationship. So what did we have to do to um, like, who do we have to help? Uh, who, who allowed us to, to go through these hard times? Well, I would say it would be, of course, Jesus. Yes. And our blessed mother, because we mm. were super strong in our faith. We were holding on to that to keep us grounded and we were doing weekly adoration. So having that time to just reflect and be in his presence. And then realizing that it's not all these external factors. It's us. That was the epiphany we had. Like, it's not any of these people. It's me. It's me. Yeah. Like, there's so much that we had to grow in holiness to overcome all these challenges and these temptations that God has given to us. Um, and that's when we realize that, you know, God gives us these things, this ring, right? So that we can grow in virtue. Ooh, virtue. So let's talk about virtue. I mean, so there's seven virtues that the church talks about. Mm-hmm cardinal and theological virtues so you got faith hope and charity then you got fortitude justice temperance and prudence and in this time of our life while we're engaged we felt like we were being challenged to grow in the virtue of i mean all of them but yeah but specifically fortitude. fortitude so what's uh what's the virtue of fortitude sarah well It is the moral virtue that ensures firmness and difficulties and constancy in the pursuit of the good. And that is exactly what we had to do during our engagement because we had to stay firm through all the struggles we were facing um, and then overcoming it and being constant in the pursuit of good, which is holiness. Mm. Yep, that's powerful. And we had to figure this out that, you know what, now that we understand that this is God giving us these opportunities to be challenged so that we could grow in virtue, I think that was the mindset that allowed us to break through. Like, we understood that all the challenges that we were facing throughout our engagement was given to us by God so that we can grow in virtue. Mm -hmm. And I love the saying that it's not happening to you it's happening for you Ooh, that's powerful too because again we blame so much but there's so we're just so limited as human beings right and forgetful we think we know everything or we think we we have like the plan 
but God has the plan. Yeah. We, we just struggle with surrendering ourselves and our plans mm -hmm. to do his will. And when he puts challenge in our life, we're like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Yep. And God's like, no, you're going to have to do no, this. No, you need some growing to do. Yep. Yeah. So when we got this mindset, we were able to feel more connected as a team. Mm -hmm. Right. We had like all these imposing opinions and all these things coming from different people in our lives. But this allowed us to really focus on God and focus on each other that, hey, we should stay. We should be we should have fortitude right now. We mm -hmm. know what we want and we got to we got to stay grounded and we, we feel like this is what God's calling us to. So what else? Um, well, we were growing in virtue and in holiness during this time, mm -hmm. which is why it brought us together as a team and more united as one as we were getting close to entering marriage. Yep. It was happening before we were married. Yes. And then we didn't compromise on our wedding vision. I mean, we had this vision for our wedding that we wanted and our plans of getting married at that specific time. Like we could have we could have listened to everybody who's saying, hey, no, you shouldn't be married now. You should wait two to three years. Like we we're literally hearing, hearing that from our family members, the people we love. Uh, They're telling us, hey, you should not get married now. This is not a good timing. And we could have just like fell and be like, you know what? Yeah. But no, we really had to practice virtue and practice prudence too. Mm -hmm. We're like, you know what? We we've we've discerned this. Yeah, we've prayed about this. We felt the peace. We felt the joy. We we um we took the time to get to know each other a lot. It wasn't just because we were in love. Yeah, we were very intentional, and um yeah. So that's the the thing that we did. And for all those couples who are listening to this right now and you're going through challenges in your relationship um, during your engagement, just know that these challenges are given to you by God so that you can grow in virtue and in holiness because ultimately that's what we're called to, right, in marriage. Mm -hmm. We're called to get to heaven. We're called to help each other get to heaven. And it doesn't happen, it doesn't start in in marriage, <laughs> It starts literally in your courtship. It starts in your engagement. Like you being intentional and really learning how to navigate the challenges by pursuing God together and being intentional in a relationship. That's the strategy behind all of this. And your challenges that you have, they're not challenges. They're opportunities of Ooh. growth. Ooh, that's a different perspective too. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes. It, it takes really a shift. So um, what are some things that couples can do right now to practice this? I would say one of the first things that couples can do is to understand the seven cardinal and theological virtues. And by understanding those, then you know how to strive for them. Yes. So in order for you to better understand the seven cardinal and theological virtues, you need to buy a catechism. Because it has all of the virtues and mm -hmm. what they mean. Because you can't strive for something if you don't even know what the virtues yeah. <laughs> are. Right? We could talk about prudence and temperance and all these things. If you don't know what they mean, there's nothing you're striving for. So number one, you got to understand these virtues. And this is what God is calling you 
and your future spouse to grow in. So you need to know what those things are. And then number two is practicing the virtues and communicating mm-hmm. it with each other. So what's, what's something that we did in our relationship that helped us do this? Well, I, I would remember you um, saying a lot like, oh, I don't think that's prudent. Yeah. So. Did you know what that meant? At the time, no, I didn't. I was just <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's not prudent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would have to talk about that. Like, what is prudence? Like, if we're going to be growing in virtue, what is prudence? So, like, literally communicating those things. Like, are we being, are we having fortitude right now? Are we compromising our values or God's plan for mm-hmm. for marriage? Are we um, are we being prudent in our in our decision making in our dating? Are we putting ourselves in safe environments where we're not going to fall mm-hmm. in impurity? You know, these are conversations that you got to have to talk about. And then, lastly, couples, what you can do is to pray for the increase of virtue. Whether you're doing spontaneous prayer or you're praying a rosary, just asking that you can grow in these areas. Yes, because especially if you ask that through the intercession of our Blessed Virgin Mary, ooh, that's powerful because she is the model of virtue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The virtues that we got to grow in, like humility, obedience. You know, when she was called to bear to bear the uh, the king of the world? She said yes, just like in your engagement. You gave your yes. And now you, you have this new journey that you're on and you're going to need a guide. And the Blessed Virgin Mary, if you keep asking for her intercession for, to, to help you grow in obedience and humility and virtue, she'll guide you. She'll guide you to her son whom we have to model ourselves after. Yes. So with that being said, we hope you guys got a lot of value from this episode. Um, One thing we talked about is virtues. So in our resource page, we actually have a catechism that you can purchase for your relationship so you could grow in your faith together because it's important, right? You need to know you need to understand what the church is the church is teaching about these virtues if you want to grow in virtue. So go to our resource page. It's a uh, journeytomarriage.com slash resources. Again, it's journeytomarriage.com slash resources where you can get a copy of the most recent up-to-date uh, catechism so that you can delve in that in your relationship. And what else is going on? We still have our contest going on. Woo! And there's only about seven days left. So you still have time to get on this and win some awesome prizes and some resources, other resources to enrich your relationship and the opportunity to work with Rafi and I. Yes. And to just give you a hack, if you really want to win this contest, you got to rack up these points. There's a point system to to win exclusive access to us in our coaching and one of the big hacks is to actually write a review of our podcast on apple podcast that gives you what i think it's like 100 points 100 points right there right there boom Um, and there's other ways where you could um generate all these points so get at it and let's enrich your relationship 
before your wedding day because that's what God is calling you to do, to be more intentional and you don't have to wait until marriage to do so. So with that being said, we are praying for all of you holy couples out there. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.